Welcome once again to this week's edition of What's the Story on ThePeopleChronicles.com. I'm curious, you're curious, we all are. What's the story? So find it every week along with lots of other stories, 26 pages of uh, stories, as a matter of fact, on ThePeopleChronicles.com. So what's the story with Islam and Muslim and the the media portrayal of constant violence and terrorism, and that isn't really the true picture of what it means to to be a Muslim or to practice Islam. And it is my distinct pleasure to share a conversation this afternoon with Sayed El Marzuki. Uh, thank you for taking the time to join us this afternoon. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Joe. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure for me to be with you on your show. Um, I'm honored that you're here, and I've had the pleasure of knowing you for a number of years, but to introduce you properly, oh my goodness, it could take the whole first segment. First of all, um, you are an extraordinary and successful uh, restaurateur here in Berks County, Pennsylvania, Queen City Restaurant, Why Missing Family Restaurant, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, all known and loved uh, by folks who love to eat. You are also the founder of the Islamic Center, um, let me see. I believe you've served on the board of trustees at Alvernia University, a chaplain for the Reading Police Department. You've also been a volunteer clergy at the Berks County Prison. You work with Berks Connect. You've done People First. It goes on and on. And I think, how does he find the time? So, Sayed, all of these things that I just mentioned take an extraordinary amount of time for you to give to this community. Why do you do that? Well, good morning and uh, good morning to everyone listening. And it's uh, my distinct pleasure to be on this show. And the short of the story, uh, I love people. I love to be around people. And I grow up around people. I grow up taking the lead from my father, God bless his soul, that I saw him doing things out of his capacity go out of his way to help people and I was the closest child to him among nine other children so I saw how he strives how he struggled with life and uh, I just always remember the good things he was doing to everybody and I try to be a good person like my father was where did you grow up I grew up in Egypt and uh, was a small city now it's a very big city like a million people was when I was born and raised, was a, a, a city called Belbis. It's uh, an hour north of Cairo, Egypt. And uh, back then was a little small, but now it's really big. So you grew up in Egypt. When did you come to America? I came to America in 1979. Why? Uh, to look for a new life, for new opportunities, for uh, new uh, future. We hear that this is the the new frontier, the new world, and and I think if you're born and raised in America, often we take so much for granted. So if you were looking for a new life, what wasn't right? What were you hoping for that you weren't able to attain in Egypt? Well, I I felt like I should be explored to other uh, cultures and other civilizations. And uh, uh, America back then... uh, uh, I mean, it sounded like was on the other side of the planet. <laughs> and uh, going to America was a really big adventure. And I wanted to uh, experiment this adventure. 
And I did not, uh, when I came over here in 1979, I wasn't planning on staying. And it's been oh. now 35 years, and it's still going. So you weren't planning to stay. Can we get, let's explore a little bit the, the religion. If you grew up in Egypt, you practiced Islam? Is that the right way to say that? Islam, yes. Islam? Islam. Yeah, I was born and raised as a Muslim in a Muslim household. And this is uh, the major religion in Egypt. You bring something else up just so we can understand. If if you practice Islam, are you automatically Muslim? And do all Muslims practice Islam? Is that a correct statement? No, it's not a correct statement, actually. Can you fix that? Yeah. I, if you're born in, in, uh, as a Muslim... You are a Muslim, but not necessarily practice Islam. Okay. So uh, practicing is something different than just uh, on your birth certificate as a Muslim. Then is everybody born in Egypt, in Saudi Arabia, in in Turkey, in Afghanistan, uh, all Muslim? No. No, we have uh, Christian, we have Jews, we have Baha'i, we have atheists, we have every kind. Okay, so when you say you're born Muslim, that's no different than being born Catholic or born Jewish or born Baptist or born Protestant. Absolutely. Is that what that means? Absolutely. Very Correct. good. Yes. A better understanding is, is what we're hoping to attain. Um, when you came to America in 1979, um, were there a community of, of Muslims uh, that were practicing Islam? Uh, it was very little. I mean, I landed in uh, from JFK in New York to Jersey City where uh, oh. I had a, a group of Muslim. I mean, no, I take this back. A group of Egyptians because there were a lot of Christians there. Okay. So, and, and that was like, for me, it was easy because I did not speak the language when I first came also. So I had to really start somewhere, mm-hmm. even though I was an accounting and I practiced as a CPA over in Egypt, but when I came over the States, I had to start fresh as I never went to school. That had to be very difficult. You have your, your bachelor's degree in accounting yes, and, and business account. administration, yes. Yes. but you didn't speak English. And When I say I didn't speak English, I, I mean the way I'm doing now. I still do not know how to speak English, but <laughs> it was, uh, wasn't like this when I first came over. You have an excellent command of the English language. <laughs> um, there is one thing that you, you do that I know because I have been involved in the interfaith uh, programs, and you're very active in helping others understand Islam and in wanting to understand other faiths as well. Is that a tenet of Islam, to understand and to get along with one another, or is it to convert? No, it's to understand and get along with each other. Islam as a religion is really... I'm not going to say Islam is a peace because you cannot say uh, uh, Christianity is a peace or Judaism is a peace. No, Islam is a religion, and people make it however they want to make it. Because everybody interprets... You mean the person practicing yes, it makes... Okay. Yes, people tend to interpret things to the likening. Mm. So they take things out of context and explain it different than what it should have been. And this has happened all over. I mean, there are a lot of uh, uh, verses in the Bible, if you want to pick on anything, tells you to kill non-Christians. It's, an, it's a known fact. I'm not really making up anything. That so you, if you want to pick on something, it's easy to do that. It's easy to find uh, faults. Mm-hmm. What my theory is, religion 
is perfect, but practitioners aren't. That is very, very true, and I can think of um, in in Catholicism, in Lutheran, in Baptist, in, in in the Jewish religion, there are Hasidic Jews. It's it's how you practice that religion. They're they're called cafeteria Catholics. You pick and choose what you want to practice, or you practice all of it. Absolutely, that's why I always say people people make their own uh, mind about their own thing, which inside their heart, it does not really express what's in the religion itself. So when you when you say it that way, and you say there there are in, in the Bible it says kill non Christians, in the Quran does it say? I mean, we hear, and I don't want to get into this now. We don't have enough time. We'll get into it in the next part. What does jihad mean? But the the Islam itself, there are tenets, and one of them is to um, practice your your faith. What are the five tenets? Five tenets. The I just wanted before I go anywhere okay, to tell you. And to let people know, today is October 3rd. And October 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, we are celebrating one of the biggest Muslim holidays. So right now, people, between 2 to to 4 million people, right this moment, as I'm speaking to you, standing in Mecca, Saudi Arabia, to perform pilgrimage. You just came back from pilgrimage, didn't you? I just came back. But today's actual day for everybody standing, what you call Mountain Arafat. That's where the Prophet stood in the top of this mountain and gave his last sermon before he passed. And this is also where uh, the Kaaba is built in Mecca. And the story goes as we Muslims believe that the Prophet Abraham built the Kaaba with his son Ishmael. So today really mem- memorize or uh, comes in as one of our biggest holidays with all these people. And tomorrow we will be celebrating officially in Reading. In, uh, what ex- is the name of the holiday? Eid, E-I-D, Al-Adha. And this is a sacrifice holiday or the sacrifice uh, celebration. Would you say that again? Eid al Adha. Adha. Yes. A-D-A-H-A. So Adha. Is it appropriate to say, when you say it's a celebration, we say yes. like, Merry Christmas. Happy. Right. What's, what's the appropriate way we, to honor that? To honor that, to say Eid Mubarak, meaning blessings, holidays, Mubarak. Eid like Mubarak. Like Hosni Mubarak, remember yes. Hosni Mubarak? Yes, yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, so Eid Mubarak means a blessing, holiday. Eid Mubarak. Yes, thank you very much. And so thank you for sharing that. I just that. wanted to plug this into it because it's really very uh, significant to us and it means a lot to us as Muslims. Like I said, two to three million people stands right now wearing a white garment. All of them wearing the same thing. If you watch in the news, you will see this uh, uh, really uh, significant and uh, just uh, heartbreaking and... Uh, it is a holy time. Yes. So thank you for sharing that, and we will honor it. We'll be back with a part two here on What's the Story on the People Chronicles.